This is Retirement Paradise with Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Greg provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in paradise. Aloha and welcome back to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. If you'd like some more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 808-791-2924 or visit us online at therogroup.org. Now, I'm sure it comes to no surprise for those of you listening today that 401ks are an essential part of retirement planning for many Americans. If you don't have a 401k yourself, I'm sure you've heard plenty about them as you've worked for your, on your own retirement strategy. Now, because of their importance, there has been times that people have reached out to me in a panic because they think they've made 401k strategy errors. Now, in some cases, there really was an error, and in other cases, the person was you know, pretty much worried over nothing. Now on today's show, we're gonna take a closer look at some of the common 401k mistakes and what you can do to avoid them. But before we get today's topic, let me introduce my co-host with us always, Tony Shore, who's always rock solid as a perfectly constructed retirement strategy. Oh man, I'm sorry, Ooh. I dropped that. That's, uh, <laughs> that wasn't good. <laughs> that wasn't very solid. <laughs> oh, I'm <laughs> kidding, I'm kidding. I'm doing good. I, I'm really good, in fact. How have you been? Good. Keeping busy. We're doing um, another workshop coming up here next month. So, yeah, you know, it never ends. Six <laughs> days a week for me. That's good. That's good. It <laughs> I love it, though. That's that's. Uh, I'd rather have that than the alternative. Goother surprised me. Yeah. So um, we're having fun on today's show. Can you tell? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Well, I'm excited about today's show. I think it's going to be a great topic. I mean, obviously, 401ks are really uh, a big part of retirement planning for most Americans. I mean, most people I know have a 401k uh, through their work. Um, some still have pensions, but really those pensions have gone the way of the pension, as I like to say. So not too many people have those anymore. And most people have a 401k or 403b or something similar. So, uh, but, uh, so we get anxious about that and how it's doing, right? Yeah, that's really changed over the last few decades or a couple generations. You know, like the baby boomers, that was the day of retiring at 60, 65 with a gold watch and a pension. You know, now it's, those are gone, like you said, and it's, you got to save your own money and it's my way of the 401k. Um, so I've got a great article um, that I read from the balance, 401k mistakes that you didn't know you were making. And it really spells out nicely uh, some of the common 401k mistakes and what we can do to avoid them. And the first one, Tony, is not thoroughly understanding your retirement needs. And I talk about this with my clients all the time is when we're constructing a retirement plan, we have to have a target to aim at. We don't just save money blindly and then get there and go like, okay, what are we gonna do now? You know, you know exactly how much money you need to generate, you can choose the right investment vehicles. So figuring out how much you'll need in order to maintain your preferred lifestyle is a difficult question. It's not easy to answer, but it is essential. You have to figure this out. And frankly, a surprising number of people head into retirement without an understanding of how much income they're really going to need to 
enjoy, not just survive, but really enjoy their retirement. Well, yeah, and that's that's a fair point. So how do we get a good picture of how much income <clears throat> we're going to need in retirement? Yeah, that, that's a tough question because whenever I ask this question, um, you know, it's usually when our, in our fact and feeling finding um, first meetings with, with someone trying to get a plan together, most people are just really puzzled by that question. They're like, man, I've never really thought about that. You know, how, how do we figure that out? So there's several, there's a couple of rules you can use, but there's, if you really want to crunch it, you know, do do your numbers, like look at your checking account statements, look at how much money you're spending. I mean, even if you're not entirely sure what you want your retirement to look like, running a budget estimate can really give, give you a sense of where your finances are right now. Now, ultimately, you should ask yourself what financial freedom really means to you, because there isn't a one size fits all definition. You know, generally financial professionals encourage most folks to plan on replacing roughly 70 to 90 percent that was one of the rules is they say if you can generate 80 percent of what you're netting now you can maintain the same standard of living so we either do net now we don't want anything to change we'll go with the 80 percent rule or you got to dive deep into your budget and come up with a specific number of what we need to aim at well sure and i know there are ways to do that but uh, running those numbers is probably a good reason to work with somebody like yourself a financial services professional if you aren't already, correct? Yeah, definitely, because it can kind of help um, get those numbers kind of figured out and get that target going, because we tend to work backwards, right? What are we aiming for? What do we want? Right. What do we need to, to get there? Um, the next common 401k mistake, Tony, is probably not going to surprise anybody, and that's saving too little. Uh, don't be fooled by the auto enrollments for your employer either. Many employers will automatically enroll their new employees when they hire them into the company plan, but that amount is usually a bare bones minimum. It's not going to be enough to help you reach your your goals, most likely. So commonly, the amount saved in a 401k, the average is about 6% of your paycheck. And even if you add the 3% match that a lot of companies provide, it's kind of the industry standard, you may find yourself running behind on how much you really need to have uh, for retirement. So clearly not saving anything at all is a massive red flag, but not saving enough can imperil your dreams and visions of retirement. Well, yeah, and if a person you know comes up with uh, a shortfall, uh, are they just out of luck then, or are there things they can do to put themselves on steadier ground? Well, it's not necessarily a disaster. Uh, this people usually kind of get this awakening around around the age of 50 or so when they look and they're like, man, retirement's kind of close. I don't know if I've saved That's enough. That's when I woke up in general is when I turned. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the key here, Tony, is to be honest with yourself. Look at the numbers. Look at what they're telling you. And then you got to be disciplined enough to make these changes. And look, it, it can be daunting when the numbers are telling you that you got to start saving more. And it's possible some relatively modest tweaks here and there could could really get you on the right track and feeling better towards where you're headed. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of our listeners are nervous to think they may have to ramp up their savings, but you mentioned a few modest tweaks a minute ago. Can you be more specific? Well, if you really sit down and dig into your spending plan and look and do a, do a thorough review, can you make some changes to that spending plan that would allow you to increase what you're contributing to the 401k? So there's likely, and we've done episodes on this before tonight, there's ways that you can kind of trim a little here and there. And if you can just chip away at a couple hundred dollars, you know, a month, redirect that into your 401k. Next, why not cement your commitment to saving more money 
by making it automatic. You know, many 401k plans include contribution rate escalators that uh, empower you to automatically increase over time. And the thing too is like, if you get a pay raise, try to redirect that, stay on the same budget, don't go buy a new car or anything like that, redirect that raise into your 401k. You can also use retirement calculators that allow you to visualize how even a a few small changes can increase your odds of achieving the kind of retirement you dream about when you close your eyes and look back in the chair after a busy work day. Well, or during a busy work day. I mean, even if you love your job, I'm sure there are times when the phone's ringing off the hook, the emails are flying into your inbox, and you just begin daydreaming about your future retirement. Or or let's say you're recording a financial radio show and you just start daydreaming about your retirement. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'm giving you a hard time, Craig. Yeah, let's look out the window and just start thinking about what that would be like. Yeah. <laughs> But don't let those daydreams be the only kind of retirement planning you're doing. Craft a budget, stick to it, and most importantly, I recommend working with a financial services professional. Yeah, so how can our listeners get a hold of you to set up that complimentary consultation? Yeah, I mean, this is my passion. This is what I love doing. Um, Retirement Optimization Group is why we came up with the name is because that's exactly what we do. We work to optimize your retirement. If you have any questions on your strategy, want to see if you're on the right track, give us a call, 808-791-2924, or visit us online at therogroup.org. Sure, and I think that's very important listeners. Pick up the phone, give Greg a call, and you know, today we're looking at some of these common 401 mistakes you know, K mistakes and what you can do to avoid them. And I've, I just read that 60, I read this in Newsweek, 60 million Americans utilize 401k plans in the year 2020. And that number is growing. So uh, I'm sure a big chunk of those spend time wondering and worrying about whether or not they're getting everything right when it comes to their retirement savings, their 401ks, IRAs. So what do you have next for us on this to help folks? Well, we're going to stick with the the balances article. Again, this one's 401k mistakes you didn't know you were making, and it's got some uh, a couple more nice points. Now, it, it holds up um, one of the mistakes is ignoring fees. This is a common 401k mistake. Now, a lot of these fees are are, are hidden. Um, so it, it, there's there's mutual fund subaccount uh, expense ratio fees. There's 12b1 fees in there. Um, there's administrative fees. There's all these different ones. And the, but the bottom line is you should be aware of them, especially if your qualified retirement age, 59 and a half, that's usually the age when you have the option of redirecting your 401k funds into an IRA. And again, this is something that I talk to my um, clients and prospects about a lot is employer sponsored plans are kind of like a golden set of handcuffs. You know, you, you you are limited to the choices that the plan offers, where in an IRA, you have the whole investment universe at your disposal. So there's a lot more options. And often the fees that you're paying in your 401k plan were for the same fee, you could get professional money management. So getting the bang, the bang for your buck on your retirement accounts is, is really the key. So that's one of the points that the article makes. Yeah, and I don't think anybody enjoys fees or expenses, obviously. So what's the solution here? Well, regularly view your 401k documents, look at your statements, try to determine you know what you're paying. Um, larger plans sometimes can have smaller expenses, so it really depends on, on your individual plan. Um, there's fund uh, tools that are provided sometimes by uh, FINRA, so if you log on, you can look at that. If you're hanging onto an old 401k from a previous employer, maybe compare the fees you're paying with your current plan 
to to your new plan and see if it might make sense um, to roll that over or again look at the ira rollover option because there you give unlimited choices you can even get into multiple iras and again you can probably get something a lot more efficient with multiple asset classes with different styles of investing a lot more diversification and have professionals rebalance it for you so you don't have to worry about it yeah and greg you've noted that on previous shows that rollovers are a smart financial move or can be but they can also be a bit tricky, right? So if you're considering one, you may want to do so while working with somebody like yourself. Yeah, we. I mean, we do this all the time, so we know exactly how to do it, where a lot of people are intimidated by it. You know, they think they have to make a phone call, wait on hold, talk to people, cash a check, pay taxes, make something on their tax reform, deposit it, and seek out where they're going to do it, where we can make this painless and, and, and easy for you. And it's a tax-free exchange too, if you do it right. And you don't have to make a update on your tax return if it's a direct transfer. So there's a lot of great ways uh, that you can do this to kind of make it easier. But yes, make sure that, again, this all has to do with what we said earlier, Tony, and that's getting a target that we know we want to hit, that we want to aim at. And so that's when you can choose the right investment vehicles that are going to do the job that you know you're going to need them to do in five years You know when you retire. So we want to get everything positioned the correct way. Now, the next mistake, one to be on the lookout for, is overemphasizing company stock. So the article notes that one of the biggest potential disadvantages of holding employer stock in your plan is that significant holdings may increase the potential for more volatility than you intended to within your portfolio. According to the article, fewer 401k plans are utilizing company stock for matching contributions but there are still a significant number of employers that give their workers the choice to invest in corporate stock within the 401k. (laughs) Well, yeah, Greg, I I certainly see where that could be a tricky one for the average person to navigate through. Uh, What's a potential solution here then? Well, the first one would be to determine how much risk you're exposed to in the 401k plan. And that would be probably a portfolio analysis review. And so we do that, we can kind of take your holdings, look at them under a microscope, and we get all these fancy modern portfolio theory statistics like standard deviation, sharp ratio, alpha, beta. So we know exactly how, how volatile it is. And then we also do the color of money risk analysis, which we've talked a lot about on past shows to determine what type of investor you are. And the bottom line is we wanna make sure that your portfolio matches you, the investor, for not only just your risk tolerance, but also your investment objectives. So I don't wanna sound like a broken record, but it seems to me that understanding all the investment components of your 401k plan is yet again, a really good reason to be working with somebody like yourself, a financial services profession. Yeah. You know, if it, if it was easy, you know, I wouldn't have a career. So right. yeah. <laughs> you got you yeah. got to make sure that all this stuff, because most people, I hear this all the time, you know, it's like, well, I've just been focusing on my career. I've been saving my 401k. I've never looked at it. I don't know what I'm in. People really don't truly understand their portfolio. Right. And it's important to work with a professional um, who've seen it all basically. And, and, customize it to you, the individual, not just take a cookie cutter type of approach. Now, while we do bring up investing on our show often, because you know it's a large part of the retirement for, for most people, we also try to avoid getting too much into the specifics because I mean, it's a it's a rabbit hole, right? We don't have time and space well, to dig sure. through an episode sure. to all the nuances about investing. But just to get to the heart of the matter, if investing is a part of your financial strategy, and in my opinion, it's 
It's got to be. And it's it's just vital to work with a financial service professional on that. Now, on that note, let's take one more high level look at investing because the next article, um, the next point that the article makes is failing to rebalance your investments. Now, it's great no revelation to note that investments rise and fall over time. We all know that. But it's a general rule of thumb that different sub-accounts, asset allocations don't go up and down together. They don't grow at the same rates, right? So if you're in some bonds and then you're in some equities or indexes and you have your initial balanced allocation model, well, over the course of you know, three, five, 10 years, those equities are most likely to outpace those bonds. And then all of a sudden you're overexposed to equities based on your risk tolerance. So that's what rebalancing means, means is to trim down some of those equities. And that's why that rule of 100 works, right? When you get closer to retirement, as you get older, you're supposed to scale back your risk exposure. So failing to do that puts you in a higher risk position um, than maybe you intended to be. Now, some have automatic rebalancing. Um, some 401ks do that. Uh, some have target date funds, uh, like our TSP has the L funds that are kind of automatic, kind of on autopilot. But again, that is kind of a cookie cutter approach. You really want it to match you, the investor. And that's, again, the value of professional money management because these professional money managers do this automatically. Right. If you're in a balanced portfolio, they rebalance it consistently so it stays balanced and it doesn't eventually become aggressive uh, without you knowing it. Right. Well, and that makes perfect sense. Now, uh, what's another mistake that people might fall victim to? Well, another 401k mistake that people do fall for is wasting opportunities for matching funds. And I know we've talked about this too. Oh, this uh, is a Tony big one that a lot of people yeah. miss, yeah. Because this is just free money, you know, and it's most basic. The matching funds are additional income. I mean, that's literally what it is. So right. if your employer offers a match and you're not maximizing it, you're leaving money on the table. So you have to contribute at least enough to get the maximum company match or else you're giving yourself a pay cut. So that's, that's a pretty big mistake. Um, now, as far as max limits that you can contribute uh, for 2022, it's 20,500. But if you're 50 or older, the IRS catch-up provision allows you to save $27,000 into your plan each year, and that's not including company matches. So take a time to review your benefits, see if your employer provides a match, and if they do, what is the maximum? And make sure that you're contributing enough to receive that maximum. But also, if you can afford it, don't hesitate to go above the match and take advantage of that catch-up provision if you're 50 or older. Yeah, so the, at the very least, Greg, what you're saying is contribute enough to your employer plan to get the full match. Find out what that is from your HR department. You know, how much do I have to contribute to get the maximum match from my company? And that's the minimum amount you want to put in, right? Absolutely. Yes. That is the rule. Because you gotta, you got to get that full match because, like you said earlier, that's like free money. And, uh, and then you get the compounding interest on that money they match, too. So it just builds and grows over time. Uh, you're really missing, a, I mean, over the course of a career, let's say you work 30 to 50 years, I mean, that's a lot of money <laughs> that, you, that has been left on the table if you're not contributing at least enough to get the full company match. Well, you know, today's show, we've just heard so much about 401ks, and I know there are mistakes and misunderstanding about 401ks, misunderstandings 
people don't understand there's fees associated that they're paying. Uh, they haven't read the fine print. They don't know necessarily how to maximize it or uh, what they do and don't need to worry about when it comes to their 401k. So again, I think it comes down to working with a financial services professional like yourself. Now, before we go today, one last time, why don't you let our listeners out there know how they can get a hold of you, Greg? Yeah, so we just kind of scratched the surface today on on ways that you can optimize your 401k. And I hope everybody got a little bit out of that, you know, because there are just a few tweaks here and there that you can make to really get it lined up and dialed in right. And that's that's one account in your portfolio. Um, you have to look at the entire income plan, how you're going to get paid in retirement if you do have a pension or also how you're gonna file for social security, where your income gaps are gonna lie and maximizing the portfolio as a whole, not just your 401k. But these tips today let you know um, some of the things you can do to optimize your 401k. But again, we're just scratching the surface. So if you wanna talk a little bit more about what you heard during the show today and maybe get a plan going for you, um, give us a call 808-791-2924 or go to our website, therogroup.org. There's a bunch of videos, links, color money risk analysis, social security reports, all that good stuff can be found there. All right, thank you so much, Greg. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org. Greg Gunther and the Retirement Optimization Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.